0: welcome to the show. I'm Martin Willis, your host. I'm really excited about this show this evening. This is only the second interview that Jonathan Wagan has uh, done, and uh, he did the first one back in um, 2001 for the uh, Greer's uh, Disclosure Project. And uh, some of you may have seen that. Not everybody has, but I'm going to go over a couple things just uh, to help out You know the whole situation here. And uh, so people are, you know, uh, understand how this whole thing came about. Uh, A nice listener named Jayhaw contacted me in 2020. And he briefly mentioned at that time that he was in touch with a Marine that was involved in a UFO crash in Peru. Uh, But at that time he said that that person did not want to speak about it um, on my show or anyone else's. So then David Grush came out in June of uh, this year, and when, once that came out, Jay contact, contacted me again, uh, saying that this is the perfect time for Jonathan to speak about it, and that he was going to get in touch with him. And that same adapt, uh, evening, I got a call from Mario Woods, who also had spoken to Jonathan in the past. Mario Woods has been a guest on the, on the show, and he said, you know, he was agreeing. This is the time that. Uh, Jonathan should speak about this so I was connected with with Jonathan and we had a number of uh, phone call conversations eventually I went up to meet him and went out and had a really nice visit with him and I understood right away after getting to know him uh, these last few months that he has real high morals um, and high credibility and I have absolutely no doubt in my mind that this event happened to him. And you will see that it was traumatic, a traumatic experience for him. And it was really very hard for him to recount things. Um, it was very tough for him. I, I really uh, feel for him uh, that he had to go through what, uh, you know, what he did with this whole experience. Um, I do think it's good that it's it's documented that he's talking about it. Again, I also want to say this and let people know this: that he has not sought out any publicity at all. He has no interest in the in the UFO community or getting involved in any type of way. And uh, you know, I talked to him about certain incidents. Was not paying attention to anything. He he's just trying to move on with his life and basically forget about this whole situation. That's That's really what he wants to do. He does not want to write a book. He does not want to talk about it again. Uh, I want to give a thanks to Jay Hall, first of all, and I also want to thank uh, Roland at RGH UFOs. He did a lot of great research, and that article is down in the text below. It's also going to be in the show notes. Also, the 2001 Disclosure Project video is linked as well, and you can get all the detailed information he talks about things in great detail. He was really enthusiast, enthusiastic at that time. He's not so much again. He's just trying to forget the whole thing ever happened to him. And I'm asking you to please respect his privacy. Please do not try to reach out to him. He really does not want to talk about this any longer. I've had you know, journalists contact me that wanted to speak with him. And he says, no, he's just not interested in any type of publicity. To me, that gives of uh, this whole thing a lot more integrity and not that it needed more than it already had just in a nutshell for those of you who have not looked into this or who are listening to the audio podcast and have not watched his 2001 interview jonathan went into the marines and he was deployed to peru to patrol at operation laser strike which is a, a drug running intercept program in march his platoon was called out to a crash recovery it was possibly a friendly aircraft they went out uh, for about three hours in five or six humvees out toward the crash site Uh, they eventually uh, went through the jungle on foot to it Uh, he was up front what you call point he was on point uh, with two other people and they came upon upon the crash site it was very obvious it was like burned through the jungle like cutting butter with a knife. They followed the path to the crash and came upon a teardrop or egg-shaped craft that was buried in a ledge. Just the back of it was sticking out. And there was fluid leaking out everywhere and it was changing colors, like sort of like the rainbow, but sort of like a chemical rainbow. Some of the fluid got on him and it ruined the material of his camis. And uh, he lost hair on his arm where it was on him. Um, He noticed there was damage to the craft that may have been from a Hawk missile. Uh, There was a a strong humming noise that uh, he describes as like a guitar amp or something like that. There was a recessed hole, perhaps a cockpit. And the thing that you may not hear in the other interviews because it was edited out um, is there was an arm hanging out and uh, with, with four fingers. And he felt there was at least two beings inside uh, and he felt that the one with the arm hanging out was uh, possibly dying and he felt like he was being communicated with. I know this is a lot, this is a lot to hear, but again, uh, after speaking with him, I think he's 100% credible. I wouldn't have done the show if I felt different. Again, he had a, a real hard time talking about the rest. He said it went downhill from there. But basically some men showed up in black camis. They uh, were very aggressive with him and uh, took over the whole situation. And they they basically said, what are you doing here? You should should obey our orders. So I don't know, maybe the orders get messed up or whatever, they weren't supposed to be there. Um, He was flown out of there in one of the uh, helicopters and he was interrogated and threatened for hours on end, uh, they made his life totally miserable. It was really hard for him in general. Anyway, I I totally respect him, you know, for for uh, all he went through, and he's just trying to to move on, and again to forget about this. I'm going to start uh, the video now. Jonathan, welcome to the show. Hello, Hello. I'm really really honored to uh, to have you here. And uh, I know
1: it's been a long time, 20, over 20 years. Yes, sir. Well over, actually about uh, 26 now, I I would suppose. Well over that now. The one thing that
0: I know people are curious is, um, you know, do you feel this is the right time to speak about this?
1: Well, you asked me to come. I know. (laughs) Yes. Like I said, I told you and I've told you this, you know, continuously, I I don't have anything new to add. Yep. Right.
0: Yeah. No, I know the timing for us. And the people that are really paying attention to this topic is that, you know, more people are talking about similar things that, that sure. you have been talking about. So, uh, yeah, can you kind of go through the whole thing? I know you, you did it once. It was a long time ago. Uh, but, uh, you know, and I have some questions along the way that and maybe you'll just answer them just by talking about the
1: whole situation. Well, where, where would you like for me to begin? Yeah, well, I know you you went
0: into the military back in 1995 or six? 95. Yeah. uh, June of 95. Yeah. Uh, How did you come to actually go to Peru to begin with? I mean, how did all that fall into place? Was that a type of training that you had or something?
1: No, I was deployed um, during Operation Laser Strike. It was a counter uh, narcotics operation. Yeah. And uh, I, I happened to find myself there. Yeah,
0: Um, and was it, did you have a choice in the matter, or did you just... No, there's no choice. You had no choice. And what type of training
1: did you uh, do for that? Well, the normal Marine Corps, light infantry, air defense, that type of training, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: And as, as I've read a little bit about the uh, Operation Laser Strike, and it was supposed to be to stop the drug running. You know that type of thing. Did did you see a lot of that?
1: Were you involved in a lot of? Well, I mean, we were we were uh, just generally I I would I would say uh, light infantry. You know, patrolling stuff like this, and uh, that's essentially what we were doing. Yeah, and you
0: actually had a conversation with someone involved in the radar. The two yes. two women, and yes, uh, right, I did. And and can you go into what they they were claiming that they were actually. Uh, experiencing
1: well, they were um, <clears throat> the um, uh, if I remember correctly, the uh, they were essentially um, they were tracking objects coming in and out of the atmosphere, and uh, and I was on guard duty, and that's what happened. So that's basically what happened. I mean, it's, it's been a, it's been a long time, so
0: yeah.
1: I don't I don't know who these women are. I didn't you know I didn't ask for their names or anything, so I don't really know. But um, they were coming in at uh, several thousand miles. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. They were, they were probably like 30, you know, 20, 30 miles, you know, well, well, hypersonic, right? Exceeding hypersonic speeds.
0: Now, I, I would, this is just speculation, but sure. I wouldn't think that anything would have changed in that department, that these things were could still be coming in and out of, sure. you know, the atmosphere. And there's a lot of people will say, hey, then, you uh, this doesn't happen because otherwise the government would let us know these things are coming in and
1: out, but you know, you, you heard, well, it's that, And then I would say the tech technology of tracking these craft, I would say, yeah, the technology to, to monitor the, uh, mm-hmm. I, I, you could call it like the, uh, well, you could say it was the strategic uh, intelligence surveillance reconnaissance uh, uh network, the, uh, the battle management system. Right. Hmm. The uh, I guess you could call it a, the strategic uh, a strike system that that manages you know all of the all of the uh, assets of the whole armed forces, the general purpose forces, strategic forces, and they're monitoring you know anything. I, I would say a few a few meters above the tree line at the top of the trees. Yeah. So, I mean, they know everything. So,
0: and as far as the, the drug running operations that were uh there was actually some shot down i know there was a civilian later on ap- long after you left civilian uh cessner shot down by well, error right but um but would they error. actually shoot down
1: uh you know craft that wouldn't respond to them yes i mean, that's, um i would suppose they would uh, i don't know about the interceptions i don't know about the the air traffic in terms of aircraft that were flying that would be uh generally that wouldn't be uh you know, doing counter air or, you know, you know combat air patrols there. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: so had you gone out on any of these missions prior, like where there was actually crashed craft before this no, incident? No, no, no.
1: This is, this, is, this is actually by mistake. It's all
0: happenstance. So it was this, would you say, the first one that you went out to and it just happened to be this? Yes. <laughs> wow, okay. So why don't you describe that day, if you would, in uh, and, and detail as much as you can remember at this point.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, well just generally, uh, so um, the Marine Expeditionary Unit, uh, Special Operations Capable, they have what's called the TRAP Team. This is a uh, tactical Re- recovery of aircraft and personnel. And they're different detachments, different sizes. You could have maybe like a 10 to 12 men section up towards a platoon and they're supported by helicopters This is when you're flying off ships, right? The amphibious, the amphibious uh, ships. But, uh, you know, you you could say that you could have it at any time. Right. That you would have to secure the, you know, physically secure the crash site and go into it, you know, the classified that's on board and all of this. Right. So you have to probably deal with that. And uh, and so, you know, uh, we were there uh, Aircraft got shot down supposedly, and then we went in there, and then we 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 stumbled upon this uh, this crashed craft. And I don't know what it was to be quite honest with you. And I told you know Dr. Greer, I didn't know what it was to be honest, and I still don't know what it is. And uh, it's just it's it's just weird. So so when you you were like what I've heard you you say you were like
0: what part of the point. The, the people that go yeah ahead. I was up
1: I was up in front of the uh, the section right yeah and right. and the the landscape you could see that it was it was a crash Oh, it crashed it burned itself through the jungle you know I can't I don't I can't you know I, I didn't I didn't get out and measure it right so yeah. I have no idea of dimensions right but it was it, it crashed through and uh, it had buried itself into the cliff there. And uh, I look, I mean, I could see the rear of the, of the craft, whatever it is. And it looked like that it had been hit by a service-to-air missile from a blast fragmentation. That yeah. was similar to the, that I figured out later because I went and, and looked at it. I could remember it and I went and I, I, I did research into into Hawk, you know. So uh, anyway, I was, when I was at school at uh, at uh, the, the, the school, Stinger Schoolhouse at at uh, Fort Bliss, Texas. Uh, I was with, I was with Hawkers, Hawk Sam, Marine Corps Hawk Sam operators. Um, but I, I mean, I wasn't privy to, privy to anything that they were doing, but I went back and uh, started looking at videotapes, trying to find books that had like photographic evidence of the blast fragmentation from the, uh, from the rounds. Yeah. And uh, from the Sam, the, the Hawk, the MIM-23 rounds. When it exploded, not the actual kinetic hit. When it physically hits the, the you know, the the aircraft, uh, the blast. Like if it's within a certain amount of distance, it it explodes. Right, a blast, and uh, so I saw that. So and uh, that's the way I figured out later. But this is just speculation on my part. Yeah. So the, let's uh,
0: just try to understand the landscape here. So this same crash. Like through the jungle and then did it go, go up over a ridge and then it went on. I, I'm nubbit? not sure. I, I, I
1: wasn't there. Yeah. I have no idea. But I mean if you if you were looking at the way the, yeah, the but crash that, was. Right. Yeah, that would be speculative because I wasn't there, but yeah, yeah, you could say that was yeah. And it that kind was of, reasonable. And you did it went itself right into the rock itself, do you think? Yeah, it buried yeah. itself within the rock. I don't know what I don't know the composition of the hillside. Yeah. And was it actually like a a rock cliff and, and how did you get down to it? Well, I walked, I walked down, you know, I was up under it cause I ran up under, I dropped my gear and ran up under the craft, So I was up under it, you know, like I said. So by the drawing that you did, um, I'm assuming
0: that was a thing possibly upside down.
1: I don't know. I can't, you can't tell, tell you. I mean, I wouldn't know. How would I know yeah. if it's upside down? I don't even yeah. know what it was. Yeah.
0: Um, and, but the, but the damage appeared to be on the, more on the underside like it yes been. sir
1: well what i would consider the app part of the aircraft or the spacecraft whatever you want i don't know what it is but it was yeah. on the aft portion of the craft yeah okay and um uh, and it had holes in it it was blasted right it was hit uh, and it was it was from fragmentation you could tell i mean you could tell an aircraft too from the outside yeah and With most most of these missiles when they hit they hit uh, like our, our craft or if they hit you know Russian, whoever else you know you know, they usually blow apart, right? They usually disintegrate them, Mm -hmm. typically. Mm -hmm. I would would say, because, you know, a strike like that would, apart from maybe a a Sequoia Su-25 or A-10 or any of these other type of uh, uh, aircraft that are designed to, you know, to be at the, you know, at the front, to fly in real close, you know, designed to, you know, with small arms or, you know, small caliber, you know, to, to, to be able to survive that type of damage. Now, but again, I'm you know, not, you know, I'm not an aircraft uh, engineer. I don't, you know, design survivability in aircraft. So these, these, these factors, you know, you shouldn't do, you know, yeah. you know, everyone else can do their own research. So, so, so we, when you walked up
0: to this with the two other people, right. what was her reaction along with yours? I, mean, I, don't, you, I can't you remember. say holy, like, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. I
1: don't, I don't really remember to be honest with you.
0: Yeah yeah but you, you must remember how you felt when you first yeah finished. it was
1: it was it was uh, mainly it was it was it was it was it was something else that, yeah
0: right? i mean unexplainable like it doesn't yeah bizarre fit, You're right fit yeah. what you normally should be seeing yeah um and let's talk about the the liquid the li- this liquid is yeah, coming yeah, out yeah, it yeah, makes... okay so
1: um yeah so uh now look, this is just simply speculation on my part, and this is—I I don't want to go further with this because I really don't know. I don't know, but anyway, I think somehow that the, 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 there was at least two creatures that were inside of the whatever you want to call it, the vehicle, and uh, when it—I guess the, I don't know, it could have been the damage from the cra- uh, 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 crash, or it was the damage from the blast fragmentation warhead, but it was leaking. Right, the—I the, 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 I would assume was the cockpit. Mm-hmm. and it was leaking and it was coming out i mean it was all over the area it got on my you know my fatigues i was in it and uh so that's what happened there and but uh, i don't know what it was and you and it changed colors yeah the, the craft itself was changing colors uh, uh, purple you know the the if you if you take i mean you know when you're when you're out uh say like when you're out uh the chemical rainbow right Mm-hmm. Essentially, like if you're out like scrubbing your car and you have the uh, you know, joy or whatever, you know, you know it's got yeah. kind of the sheen where it's the, the rainbow colors and it was going back and forth, it was weird. I don't know what it was, like and, I said, yeah. And did I you can't that account that? for any of this? So it's just simply
0: speculation on my yeah. part. Did you happen to notice exactly where it was coming out? Was it coming out at the damage or out of the cockpit? Well, it was well, I don't know if
1: it was a cockpit, like I said, but it was there was a gash in it. And it was it was flowing out. It, it had spread all over anyway because it was there, you know. Obviously prior to me getting there. So, and and when you
0: got it on you, did you feel any type of sensation or anything like burning or anything like that?
1: Uh, I, I can't remember to be honest with you. I did lose all my hair, and, but I but I mean I was so drenched with sweat and I was so hot and you know yeah the whole the whole situation the way it was. So.
0: Yeah, I, I would I would be myself i'd be scared of whatever was coming out of Sure. this is coming out and it, you know, i believe you said the liquid itself was changing color too right
1: yeah well i mean it was like a chemical it's some type of chemical yeah, yeah because i mean the sun the sunshine and everything yeah you know and the, the ambient lighting around now, so now it's probably a weird question was there
0: any odors that you noticed i can't remember yeah yeah and what kind of what was your fear level? To me, I think I yeah, was really... pretty, I
1: was pretty, I was, uh,
0: yeah, maximum, you know. <laughs> yeah. 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 And when you come up to something like this, do you think right away, I mean, I'm just trying to picture the whole thing. Do you think like
1: uh, there's someone in there? Are they okay? Yeah. There was, there was, uh, like I said, I think they were, like I said, I, I thought there were two creatures inside of the vehicle. Or what i call creatures i don't know what they are and uh but uh, what about did you see any you saw some part of it. yeah one of the creatures was his uh, arm and hand was hanging out he was hanging out did it come out was it hanging out when you walked up to it or was yeah a- he was hanging out probably dying i don't know about the other pilot i don't know what they were uh, to be honest with you but i guess you could call them aliens or whatever i guess that would be yeah Right, and, and uh, um, uh, one of them was—I think he was dying almost mm, or close to death, right, yeah, from the crash. Yeah. But I, like I said, I, I, this is right. yeah. this is what I thought at the time. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, there is there is a case. I'm not—I know you.
0: I know you're not you're not into like looking into the UFO mm. topic per se, but sure. there is a case in South America, mm. the Virginia case, where there were some beings sure. and. Uh, and uh one of the the military people supposedly handled picked up and carried and then two weeks later he died so i mean uh, and he was in really good health but i do remember that you said you felt like you could i
1: know i think they were trying to project their thoughts into my mind but like i said i mean from the traumatic experience you know i just don't know at this point yeah but when you think back on it i try not to (laughs) yeah i think that's
0: yeah that's that's that's, that's a good point um, and, and fair enough. So all this is happening, you're, you, are, do you, do you, are you having a conversation on, you know, what do we do here? Anything like that come up? Or, I mean, what about
1: the people that were held back? Were they, were you communicating yeah, right. with them? Like I said, you know, I, there was a lot of commotion, a lot of people running around and all that stuff. You know.
0: um, and a normal situation like this, if you were, what you were trained to do, just, let's just say that was a friendly aircraft. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the first thing you do is look for survivors, is that what it right, is? Right,
1: yeah, you know, first aid and all that, and yeah. typically they would fly helicopters in and pick the aircraft up if there's anything left of it, you know, in the recovery of the of the pilots and all of this, right? Yeah. yeah. And this could go, you know, through different, different I, there's different ops, you know, that they could do. Yeah. Like for example, you know, you just get the pilot. You don't know, you know, he ejects. He punches out of the aircraft. He's gone. Aircraft crashes somewhere. Yep. You know, it's a write-off, and they they want the pilot right. The pilots, the uh, yeah, that's that that seems the most valuable because you know you keep building new aircraft. It's very difficult to get good good pilots. Seems right. to me
0: um, if this ended up being like a recovery, which most likely it was. It seems like it would be a very tricky one if this thing was wedged way in this. Maybe, maybe, I mean, I don't, this is
1: simply speculation on my part. Maybe they were not interested in the crap. Maybe they were interested in what was in it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Very well. Very well could be. And, uh, you know, I mean, um, I know you don't follow a lot of what people talk about in this whole thing, but there are a lot of people that have said a lot of similar things sure. to you about. Thinking thoughts like everything's going to be okay. We're not right, here yeah. to hurt you. You right. know that type of thing. People often have those thoughts sure. in their mind. Right. And um, and so when this was all happening, when did the other people come into play? Were you? Did you climb up on back up on the ridge? Were you going back? To- yeah, we
1: were. And, and uh, I don't know. I don't know who these fellows were. You know, if this is speculation on my part but uh, i think they were department of energy personnel that came they were there privatized right. I, I would say most of most of this uh, this is a speculation on my part but but uh, how, how would they control this uh privatized labs you know they were privatizing so, so then there would be no oversight by the government at all that's right yeah right? yeah private and, labs
0: and these guys that showed up uh they kind of aggressively took over the entire situation right. and they kind of handled you pretty rough oh yeah and uh what about the two people other two people that saw saw the same thing do you know did you see what happened to them no i didn't yeah and uh uh so i'm just trying to think if there's anything else at the scene that you know comes to mind anything unusual were there another thing yeah yeah you said the light was rotating, I believe, really slowly, one single light on it. Right. And uh, was there, and there, there was some type of humming? Yeah, there was a humming,
1: like a low hum. And did that continue the whole time you were near it? Yes. The uh, I, I, only way I could describe it is like, it's not like a, like a low bass feedback that you would hear through like uh, stereo speakers.
0: Yeah. So could you kind of feel it?
1: Yeah. Uh, mainly hear it. I mean, I, yeah. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, like I said, it was chaotic. I'm not. Look, I, I mean, I didn't know what was going on. Completely confusion.
0: Yeah. Right. And and so after you get done assessing this situation as much as you can, uh, you. Well, I'm Wait, not in I charge. Just... I'm not in charge
1: of anything. So there's not any assessing of anything. <laughs>
0: okay. Uh, but one of the things I've found. Intriguing. When I heard your previous interview, sure. was you felt like this was almost a, a, an artwork. It was not like a craft. You yeah, yeah, see. it wasn't something
1: that we would have produced in a factory. You know, that's machined and all of this. It was, it was, it was just bizarre. I mean, I've done research, looking at films, looking at trying to find something that would look even similar. And I'll, there's only one similar movie that I've seen, what's actually a Disney, I think it's a Disney
2: movie. But it was huge. I mean, it was big, man. And it was shaped like almost like between an egg and like a teardrop almost. It was really, it looked really aerodynamic, at least in the shape, but the closer I, I was close enough to take out detail on it, that every, every, it was not just smooth. There was, there was, you know, there was bumps and, you know, notches and things in it. It was really organic. It was almost like art. I, that, that's really how you would. It didn't look like something that, that somebody made in a shop, you know. It didn't have that clunkiness or that, that 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 tin can, you know, kind of deal. It was more of a. It was more of art. I would. I would say. It looked to be that it was. It, it could have been handmade, but you know, out of what and you know, what materials I don't know. Definitely not, nothing like nothing like titanium. It wasn't. It see this is the whole thing. It looked metal but it didn't it didn't have any reflection on it man i mean you know the 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 sun's coming down and if you got something made of metal regardless of it i mean maybe if it's subdued with paint and it's got a cami sheen on it you know you're not going to see any reflection but you know i could see the different the different shades of the craft they didn't shine it, it just like it was it didn't reflect anything and and i guarantee you if i if i threw like a, a flashlight on it it wouldn't have reflected it
0: Did you happen to hear the Marine that came out uh, recently talking about
2: his situation
0: in Indonesia? I've had had friends that have talked to me about it. I've not not watched his video. Well, the one thing that he does say is, you know, there were people that showed up in black camo Mm -hmm. and kind of took over the situation and was very intimidating. Sure. So, uh, and then he mentioned you. He didn't know who you were. He said there was some other person I heard about a similar thing happened sure yeah a lot of people when they come upon a situation like this and a close encounter like yours um, they kind of feel like there's something different about
1: time or something like that did anything feel distorted to you well I mean it's just a super stressful situation I mean that's enough yeah adrenaline's going yeah 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 and did you did you ever
0: feel like running away from the thing? Or oh yeah, you, I wanted and, to get out.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. Uh, um, and and it just got worse. I mean, see this 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 situation doesn't get better; yeah. it just gets progressively worse. Yeah. So I mean, we can have a private conversation about that, but I just I don't want to go into to like the the more of the uh, I would say the more conspiratorial uh, events that came afterwards. Yeah. I'm just pretty much done talking about that you were walking away from this can you explain how you were you were just grabbed by these guys and they did they just
0: like yeah, they, they threatened
1: yeah. you like you didn't see this i mean well, like i said in the video you know they put me on the ch-46 and flew me out of there i don't know where i went like i said i don't know anymore now than i knew then matter of fact i can say i can say definitively i know less today than i knew then
0: yeah uh, a lot of there's a lot of people that are going to
1: be listening to this
0: that have not watched your video, have not listened to it or watched it. So
1: that's another reason. I'm just I'm not going to repeat myself. Like I said, um, they can go, well, they can, they can find the various edits of it. I don't know. You know, I'm not responsible for editing or any of this. Hmm. So. Okay. I don't, I don't, you know, there, there, there seems to be several different, different clips of me out there or whatever floating around i don't i'm not you know they have not i mean i I don't control them i haven't edited them or any of this yeah right right.
0: well let me ask you this have you had any would you consider any after effects of this people talk when they yes
1: but this is personal stuff i don't want to get into health issues
0: yeah
1: we can have a, a proper conversation about that that's just yeah, I don't want to get into private medical conditions or things.
0: Have you had any uh, things? Uh, a lot of people talk about like they all of a sudden they have premonitions or they have dreams. No, I don't have any of that. Maybe n- nightmares. Have you had nightmares about this? All the
1: different? time. Still. Yes. Sometimes yeah. I will after I, I will after today. This while I do these interviews. Oh yeah. It's all right. It's not your fault. It's just, uh, you know, I just, I just don't, I mean, uh, I don't don't want to get into into health concern and private matters, especially if this is going to be on, you know, on the internet. I mean, I just would rather not speak of this. Yeah.
0: So uh, if you're looking back on this whole thing, you probably, I'm guessing, would wish that you did not happen to be.
1: Absolutely. If I could go back
0: and do it all again, uh, uh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Is there anything positive at all that you've gotten out of it? Yeah, mind? I'm still alive. Yeah, yeah, and and was there ever a fear of that? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah that,
1: that's what I'm blessed with is life now. However, it is, you know. Yeah, yeah, just trying to work hard, trying to trying to trying to make it through the end of empire because that's what we're in now. We're at the end. I think we're we're approaching a rapid end of the. Uh, the American empire. So I think this is what keys into the, the whole UFO. Uh, you can put that in there. That's just my thoughts, but I, I think this is, this is, uh, this is why I think this is key now with all of this. Have you watched anything at all that's happened? Like the, I know I talked to you when I was at the hearing in DC. Mm-hmm. Um, and you sent me that stuff It's just too stressful and I'm working, you know, I work, uh, I work yeah. long hours, you know, yeah. I drive you know I'm a truck driver I've been driving on this 19 years this November so I, I just work a lot yeah I'm I'm, I'm I'm home I'm not over the road anymore but uh it just yeah now what
0: about your friends and have you talked to other people about no you? I don't talk to anyone really you don't talk about this whole no thing. I don't yeah does it does it uh I know you said it's hard for you right now to right. talk about it and is this something you just want to move on and not, you know, people may try to
1: contact you. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. And I know they have tried to mm-hmm. contact yes. you. Yes. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I just, I just can't, you know, I can't be, I can't essentially be, um, I don't know, like a slave to public opinion, right. Or be subordinate, subordinate my own self to what people think of, yeah. you know, popular opinion. Cause it's mainly it's erroneous. And, yeah easily manipulated. I'm, I'm not trying to manipulate anyone or do anything like that. I mean, you're just asking me questions. We're just having a conversation.
0: Yeah. Um, but you felt, I, I know you've said this, you felt as though you should talk about it, like at least in the beginning, you wanted, people should know this. Oh, yes,
1: they should know. They should know uh, because this upends the whole I guess the paradigm that I mean, we're. Uh, that's why the skeptics are constantly attacking ufology and all this constantly. I mean, if it was just, if, if everyone was just full of shit and short of fact, it wouldn't, none of this would be happening. There wouldn't be the constant, there wouldn't be a, like, a, I don't know what you would call it, a, a counterintelligence deployment. Hmm. I would say a lot of this is. Hmm. So if, uh, if the, the government
0: obviously knew that this thing, happened and probably oh this has probably, been happening
1: for years i'm sure this is not yeah. the first time
0: right and uh uh and it just makes you do you do you feel as though that because they can't explain how to protect us from it or anything like we have no control over it do you think i just i don't i
1: don't know i, I just don't know see there's just this, this This opens up another another dimension, you know, who are these creatures? Where are they coming from? And all of this, just becomes super advanced and it becomes highly speculative. Yeah, yeah. I know, I, I mean, one thing
0: I've always done in the shows, I've never said that I know for sure where anything comes from, it's not
1: possible. I mean, it could, they could, could be coming through, uh, from, They. I mean, they could be, you know, biological UAVs or biological entities that are coming from the past, the future. They could be coming from inside of the earth outside you know exoplanet they could be coming who knows you know maybe they're coming through there was a, there was a pentagon um was it there a there was actually i believe it was was it a um was it a, a uh, academic uh, paper that was put out about uh, a? I um, i know that the, there was a pentagon spokesman that talked about a mothership Oh, I've heard An extraterrestrial true. mothership that was actually in the solar system. This was reported back in February of this year, I heard right, a, right, around big, um, right around the big, right around the big uh, UFO sightings, right around the uh, Super Bowl weekend. I Remember this? I heard something about it. Yeah, I was actually monitoring that hmm. when it was happening. Remember they uh, shot? They had this uh, U. What do they call them? UAPs or whatever, whatever yeah. the new. Yeah, it's UAPs. Yeah, the new, yeah. new bullshit nomenclature, right? <laughs> to make, to even confuse it, like... That's right. Know, to confuse, yeah. to continue to confuse everything. But they shot one down, or they shot at it, or they hit it. It oh, was okay. around yeah. the the, uh, the CCP balloon, yeah. right? So the balloon that was floating around, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was actually under the Chinese balloon when it was shot. Oh, you were After under? I happened to
0: get under out of the car, and the real estate agent said... Oh, that, wow. Yeah, and the, the jet went by, and I caught it all... Everyone on Yeah, show the F twenty two A Raptor, yeah, yep. yes, sir. It was, I, caught, uh, I caught that shot as it was happening. Well. which was amazing. Yeah, had no nice. idea, no idea. It was well, actually, Bowl. I was,
1: I was, uh, I, I was um, watching, actually watching the Super Bowl, actually, when huh. that all occurred. But I, I was, I was monitoring yeah. the, I was on Twitter monitoring the situation. Yeah. Okay, well then, I guess that's it for us to talk about. Then
0: yep. when it comes to the at this point, yes, sir. Uh, well, I would appreciate you.
1: You. you uh, I appreciate you being kind to me and generous with your time and everything, and let me come and hopefully this is this. Will, I don't. I, like I said. Um, I, I don't. I don't. Hopefully, this will go over well with people. I mean, I don't. I don't know. Yeah. No. Well, thank you very much. Yes, sir. Thank you. Okay.
0: So that was it, everyone. That was uh, that was all I get out of him, and um, I do appreciate. Um, you know, everyone that uh, is uh, watching this, I appreciate some of the comments, not all of them. Uh, you, you know, uh, some of them are out there saying, "No proof." Uh, Would you really think about it? Um, should he not have talked about it uh, because he doesn't have a hubcap of a UFO in his hand? You know, I mean, it's it's kind of silly. There's, you know, what else do we have? We have yes, we have stories, we have accounts. Um, Again, I put my reputation on the fact that I think he's 100% telling the truth. Um, I know I have no proof of that, but it's, uh, you know, I deal with, I've been dealing with people for many years and I feel as though uh, I have no question about his integrity, uh, especially after getting to know him. And you can see how uncomfortable it was for him to do this. Um, he, again, he, he's not making any money out of this. He's not Looking for any fame, he just uh, he just agreed to talk one more time. He was sort of pushed into it, and you can see again he was not uh, comfortable in doing so. But I do appreciate um, everyone who has uh, watched this show, and uh, that's that's it for tonight. Thanks again, everyone, and keep your eyes to the sky.